Welcome to another episode. My name is Jose Naharo, and today we're going to take a look at Micron's Technologies Quarter 1 Earning. Like always, I have my buddies Bull Solo and Darth Bear to help me keep track to see how the company is doing. So let's get started. All the information that I've collected either comes from MU's Investors website, Seeking Alpha, Market Watch, Lazy FA, or the SEC website. First thing, let's take a look at the stock returns. Right now it's January 13, 2020, and after hours, the Micron closed at $57.33. In the past three months, this company has returned 28%, year to date, 6.82%, and in the past year alone, it has returned 65.71%. All right, so the first thing we're gonna take a look at is revenue. So this company reported on December 18, 2019. Earnings per share was 48 cents. Earnings per share surprise was a beat by one penny. Revenue was $5.14 billion and revenue also beat by $100 million. So we have a beat in earnings per share in both non-GAAP and GAAP earnings per share. And we have a beat in revenue. So obviously the first point here I'm gonna give to Bull Solo. Next, let's take a look at comparable sales. For those of you guys that know Micron Technology, they pretty much are the sellers of two main products, DRAM memory and NAND memory. So DRAM makes up 67% of total revenue for this past quarter. Revenue is up 2% quarter to quarter, but when it comes to, to Micron Technologies, I definitely do not like to look at quarter to quarter. On most companies, I prefer to see year to year revenue growth. And year to year, this company is down 41% revenue for DRAM. And we're gonna see why this is happening. Um, even though bit shipments have increased 10% quarter to quarter, and they're even up 20% year to year. So they're selling more right now than they did a year ago, but they're, they're, how is the revenue down 41% if bit shipments is up mid 20% year to year? And the answer is pretty simple. Average sale price have, done, have gone down. And they have continued to gone down and that's why we saw that micron technologies um, stock price go down because there was a huge what ended up happening is there was a huge amount of DRAM and NAND in the market that ended up causing the price to go down and it also all the all the customers had already accumulated too much memory that they did not have to to ship anymore that they did not have to buy any more memory and that caused all this price to go down Eventually, like this happens for, for Micron Technology. If you look at their revenue, you're going to see their revenue goes up and down. And this is something that happens. This time was a little stronger than before. Um, but they're saying, we're going to see, they're saying that this, the worst has, has passed already and things are coming. Next, we're going to take a look at NAND memory. NAND makes up 28% of total revenue and it's up 18% quarter to quarter. But remember, like I said, quarter to quarter is not what I like to see with this company. I definitely like to see year to year. And year to year, this company is still down 14% on revenue from NAND. And look, we see the similar thing. Bit shipments is up 30% year to year. So they're selling bit, they're selling 30% more compared to the same time last year, numerically wise of items. But the average sell price continues to drop every quarter. Um, so obviously, since we see that revenue down um, by, by huge amounts in the previous quarter, in the previous slide, here we can see that revenue of $5.14 billion is actually down 35% compared to the same time last year. 
So for that, obviously the first point, the second point is going to go to Darth Bear here for comparable sales. We're seeing down in revenue. We're seeing average sales price go down. Um, so let's just take a look more about the comparable sales. So remember how I mentioned the two main products of Micron Technology is DRAM and NAND memory. Well, then we can break down those, those types of memories into different types of segments. So we'll see the computing and networking segments. So this is your everyday computer used um, mobile. So these are stuff that go onto your phone, tablets, um, storage. These are like solid state drives, um, things that go on your solid state drives that you have embedded, which is for like the enterprise servers. And um, you know how AMD and Intel both have servers, they need memory. So this is where they go from the embedded. So we have it broken down into here. And let's just take a look. All of these segments are down year to year. Computing and network is down 45%. And the main reason, price decline. Even though they're selling more bid sales, partially offset by bid sales, so they are selling more volume-wise, but the cost isn't there, right? It's dropped um, year to year, change of 45%. Mobile is also down 34% for that same reason of price decline. And it's partially offset by the increase of growth. So another thing, right? This is the this is the norm for Micron right now. They're selling more products, but they're selling at a lower a lower price and still making less money. Um, storage revenue decreased 15%, primarily due to price declines. But yes, you can see right this this year to year change in all revenue segment is down. So that's the reason we had to give the point to Darth Bear. All right. So next we're going to talk about some things to know. Um, the first, so these are things I'm not going to give a point to either Bull Solo or Dark Bear, but I think it's good for the everyday investor to know. The first thing is they did acquire a company called Forward Next. I'm pretty sure that's what it stands for, FWB and XT Forward Next, which is a deep learning company. And they're saying that thanks to this deep learning company and with the advancements of their Micron memory, they're going to be able to address better the customer's um, the, those customers with artificial intelligence and their needs. And I think this one's actually a pretty good acquisition for them to go. The next thing is they launched the first 3D X-Point product, um, the X100, and it's the world's fastest storage uh, device. And it's dramatically faster than any other solid state device. And it was showcased at Microsoft by their Azure team. And that's pretty good that Microsoft's themselves, uh, Microsoft's Azure team ended up showcasing this. So, so these are two good things that I wanted to know. Next, I also want to take a quick look at their financial summary. Um, these are usually things that I don't give a point to, but again, I still think it's good to know. Um, the first thing is we're gonna take a look at this quarter that just passed. Gross margin this quarter was 27%. Same time last year was 59%. And you can see, right, that is ridiculously low gross margins and you can we can tell because it is due to that average sale price of their products going down next we have operating income operating income this this year this quarter was 12 percent compared to almost 50 percent last year earnings per share diluted earnings per share this year were um this quarter were 48 cents same time last year were was almost three dollars so this company was making bank just a quarter ago and before things started to go south. Cash provided by operating activities, which I think is the most important part of cash flow. It is positive cash flow. Same time last year was almost $5 billion. Right now it's sitting at $2 billion. 
of cash flow from operating activities. All right, so what few, I think this is the last slide on things to note. In their earnings call, which I took a read on, and I definitely like taking a look at their earnings call because you get to learn a lot about the company and how the leadership pr provides the information. And I feel you can learn a lot from, of leadership by the way they, they give the information out to their investors and to their shareholders. Um, they're very optimistic that the quarter two, this upcoming quarter two, will mark the bottom for the financial performance. So they, they're still expecting quarter two to, to continue to see a decrease in average sell price, if, that's, if I'm reading this correctly, right? Because they say quarter two will mark the bottom. So if quarter two will mark the bottom, that means quarter one is not the bottom yet. So they're expecting to see average sell price continue to go down in quarter two. But then they're saying that expect to start improving quarter three and continue to recover in the second half of calendar 2020. Uh, so that that's a good thing if that's true right right now we can't tell if, if that's the truth um, and how long will 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 this positive cycle last but they are saying it, it, it is um, the it is almost over next we're gonna take a look at days of inventory was 121 and it was down from 131 days and that's always good you, you would like to see you like to see inventory moving out of the company and by reducing to 10 by, by 10 days in one quarter, that's actually pretty, pretty impressive. Inventory ended the quarter at $4.9 billion, down from $5.1 billion at the end of quarter four. Again, it's good to see inventory coming out and being sold to allow to this company to get positive cash flow. Over the last two quarters, inventory days have declined by 15%. Again, pretty good to see companies' inventory go down. They expect inventory days to increase for quarter two due to seasonal reasons, but then they begin to reduce again for the remainder of the year. So these are things to keep note, right? right? This is things we got to um, keep, keep note and take a look in quarter three to see if into quarter two to see if this is what they're happening. And once they report their, uh, their forward guidance for quarter three, it should match what they're saying here. So future plans, this company, a lot of their future plans is pretty much in the research and development purposes to upgrade the versions of their current um, NAND and VRAM memory. A lot of it is just to increase the amount of layers in there and just to be able to fit more memory in, in smaller packages. So this is where most of the company's future plan is. Um, also with the new storage device um, that's faster, that is the fastest of the solid state drives right now. And they're gonna continue to develop products like this. And finally, with the purchase of the new company, it allows them to work more closely with AI customer needs. And for this, this company definitely has uh, a roadmap of where it wants to go. And that's always a good thing to have for a company. So I'm going to have to give another point to Bolsolo. Next, let's talk about shareholder returns. Dividends. This company has no dividends, but this company has a very strong repurchase program. And this quarter one, this company purchased $1.1 million of shares for about $50 million. They deployed approximately 200 million of cash to buy some senior notes. And when they buy senior notes, these are usually debts. It ends up take removing shares from dilution share count, which is also good. It, it, it returns to the shareholder. So this reduced about 3 million shares from their fully diluted share count. Um, and they will continue to target deploying at least 50% of their annual free cash flow toward repurchases. So this company is going to continue to buy more shares and they just bought 1.1 million shares that is that is pretty pretty impressive 
Um, and for that, we have a strong shareholder return. So obviously, we're going to give a point to Bull Solo. Next, let's take a look at this company's debt and balance sheet. Um, the balance sheet is one of my favorite things to look at. At the end of this quarter, this company ended with a total debt of $5.7 billion, um, which is not that, it, it's a slightly down compared to the same time last, um, not same time last year, same time last quarter. So quarter of August 29th, 2019, this company had about $5.9 billion. So we can see from 5.9, it dropped to 5.8, uh, 5.7. So we're seeing a decrease in debt. Um, this company used cash on hand to buy off $520 million of high principal debt. So I have this highlighter right here, right? We take a look here at 2000. These are all the company's debt that it has. And most of that is usually senior notes. So we can see one of the highest senior notes interest rates was here for 2025. And they had a 5.5% interest rate. And that's pretty high, 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 um, that's pretty high interest compared to its other stuff. Most of it is 2%, 3%, 4%. It does have another 5.3%, but that's not due till 2029. So I'm pretty sure this is going to be if this company starts paying off more debt. This might be one of the next ones they pay off since it's since it's such high debt compared to the rest of the thing. But we can see the same in August 29th, 2019, this company had 516 million um million dollars in in 2025 notes. It actually ended up buy, um, buying off all the notes back. We can also see this company also paid off 2033 notes so in 2033 this company had a 4.93 uh, 4.93 uh, percent interest rate which again is pretty high um same time uh, in last quarter it had 196 million now it has barely 18 million the next thing is this company recently took out a 2024 term loan uh, for 1.2 billion dollars and this was used to buy off the remaining um, acquisition costs from IMFT. So back IMT, IMFT, uh, Micron and Intel were um, bought into this joint venture of IMFT. Um, in both both of them were, were shareholders to this company. What ended up happening is Micron ended up buying Intel share. And that's why they took out this loan of almost $1.3 billion to buy off Intel share. But we can see, right, even with taking all, with taking that loan, to buy Intel share, this company still has less debt than it had just last quarter. So we're seeing debt go down and we can see this company is using its debt pretty wisely. At the end of the quarter, this company ended with total cash of $8.3 million. And that's what I like to see, right? $8.3 million, it's able to pay off its total debt without, without with still having about $2 billion left in cash. So that's pretty impressive. And we can see this is definitely a healthy balance sheet. So I'm going to have to give another point to Bull Solo here. Uh, next, we're going to take a look at the outlook based on the company's projection. So the company gave us some guidance for the next quarter and they report revenue of $4.5 to $4.8 billion. So even if this company matches its high $4.8 billion, same time last year, this company had $5.8 billion of revenue. Gross margin, they expect to be 27% plus or minus 1.5%. Gross margin, same time last year, was again 49%, almost 50%. So right, next we're going to take a look at this company's operating expense. Um, it is expected to have $825 million of expense this upcoming quarter. 
And same time last year, this company had operating expense of $907 million. So imagine that even though they're making $1 billion less, they're only spent, they're only expensing a hundred, not even a hundred million dollars less. So that's, you can see why that gross margin is going down. Diluted earnings per share for next quarter is expected to be, let's say on the high range, it's going to be 41 cents. Same time last year was a dollar and 42 cents. So if we take a look at this guidance compared to the same time last year, we can see things are still looking pretty bad for, for Micron. And for that reason, I'm going to have to give a point to Dark Bear. So finally, we're going to take a look at the outlook based on analysts. First thing we're going to see is earnings per share is growing. For 2020, they're expecting this company to report $2.20 of earnings per share. In 2021, they're expecting this company to report $5.44, over 100% increase in earnings per share. We can see that forward PE ratio this year is going to be about 26.11 and for the next year is going to be 10.54 uh, for the forward of ratio pe ratio of 10.54 um if this is really the bottom right if this is really the bottom of their cycle that pe ratio is pretty low right because then we're going to expect their revenue to continue to grow for 2020 and that pe ratio will probably even drop down below below the tens in the sevens and in the eights uh, so if this is definitely the bottom of their cycle, this is still, I would still think this is a nice, a nice momentum to go. Revenue growth. This company, we can see this company for this year is expected to make $20.4 billion in revenue. And next, next year is expected to make $25.35 billion. So over a 25% increase in revenue growth in one year. This is what you call a growth company, right? It's such a big company, but it could still be a growth company. And if this is the bottom of the cycle, imagine 2022, what it would look like. So my thoughts, these are, are my thoughts on the companies. First, I'm going to go with the pros. Um, for the upcoming years, we see both an increase in earnings per share and revenue. That's good. This company has a constant shareholder return, and they mentioned that they are going to continue to buy more um, more shares. So that's, that's good. We see this company has constant um, a constant return to shareholders. It has very low debt compared to cash. Uh, right, it has 5.7 billion dollars of debt, but it has about 8.1 billion dollars of cash. It can pay off its total liabilities and still be fine. Um, and we are also at the possibility of the company turning around in their cycle. Right, it's saying the next quarter might be the bottom, so it might. So that might that's not really. A, I'm, I'm putting that in both the pros and the cons. So what are going to be my cons? The cons. This stock price has jumped, has jumped drastically just the last few weeks, right? If you guys have been following MU, this stock has, has just continued to jump and jump and jump. This is a cyclical company. So the forward PE ratio may be low for next year, but what if the cycle returns? This company, um, the forward PE ratio for that might be even higher. So that's something to take a, take a look at. We see average sell price are still decreasing. And for quarter two, they're expecting it to continue to decrease a little bit more. Even though they're saying quarter two will be the bottom, how do they know that, right? What if quarter three is actually the bottom? So there's still there's still no signs that average, there's no factual signs that show average sale price have continued to gone up. And when we take a look at, at numbers compared to the same time last year, we see revenue go down, we see cash flow decreasing, and um, even taking a look at quarter two, their guidance for quarter two, compared to the same time last year, we see the revenue, cash flow, earnings per share are decreasing. 
So would I buy this stock? At this at this moment, I, again, I personally, I, I don't think Micron is a bad company. I definitely don't think if it, it's a bad company. I personally could not load up the truck at this price. I wouldn't, I wouldn't back up the truck full of, ca of cash to buy thousands and thousands of shares of this company. Uh, but I personally, I think I'm, I'm, I will see, uh, I'll buy a small position to hold. And the thing uh, I, I want to um, buy a small position to hold because one, this stock has jumped dramatically and things can turn around for this company if, if this is really the turning point. If this is really the turning point, then things can, can look really good. I also like that the company has, has just bought the acquisition of that AI company. And that was very smart in my opinion. So I'll probably do a small position in this. And if price continues to decrease, I would, I would buy more. Um, the sad part is this company was pretty cheap just four or five months ago. Less than a year ago, this company was at $30. But I can't look at every company at once. So sometimes I find them a little too late. And when I find them a little too late, it doesn't mean that the company is bad to, it's bad to invest in. Right? It, to me, it means that I'm just willing to risk a little less. If I would have seen, if I would have done a video like this earlier, I just opened up my, my account, right? I just opened up my account in November um, to match my YouTube videos. If I would have done this, opened up my account earlier, I'm pretty sure I would have loaded up the truck in the 30s. Um, but like I said, it's, it's not bad when you find a company that's already, it's, it's already jumping ahead. Um, it's just how much you're willing to risk there, right? So right now I know this company has jumped a lot, but I still like where this company is going. It has a pretty low PE ratio. If things go good, um, I'll be able to, to, to still ride the wave. And so like I said, I'm gonna open up a small position on this company and just take a look at it. And honestly, if this, if this ever, I, 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 I wouldn't hope this for shareholders, but if this drops anywhere below it, below the 45s again, that's when I would gladly um, pick up a lot of shares. Um, even maybe in the 50 range, I, I would be happy um, picking up picking up some 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 extra shares. So right now, I'm gonna open up a small position, keep that on hold, and just keep watching, and, and just keep doing reviews. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you guys thought. If you guys have any thoughts, feel free to post. And remember. Uh, remember, like these are just my thoughts. Um, another investor might have higher risk tolerance than me, or might feel, or might see more, more. Uh, they feel that they can get way more returns in this company. And like I said, for me, just due to my risk tolerance, I know that, and just I feel like I can find better companies out there. But at the month, at the moment, I still need to get some of my cash working. So this is a company I gladly would put, uh, gladly would put a small position into. So take care, guys. Have a good night. And if you guys have a company, make sure to post it down below. I gladly take 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 comments on any of the companies you guys want me to take a look at. Take care. Have a good night, and see you next time.